What is up? We're back. Episode 10, which is kind of crazy. We had double digits, Andrew. Yo. Think about how many hours of conversation that's going to be. <laughs> when you put it that way, that sounds pretty different, though. That hits different. Double digits. <laughs> I was just like, you know, that's about 10 weeks that we've been working on this. Sounds about right. When you put in hours of conversation, that hits different. Because let's say everyone is like two hours and a bit. And like if on the shorter side, let's say it's two hours, right? <laughs> <laughs> Forget about the three by three. <laughs> that's the let's outlier. Everyone is two hours. And then for 10, that's like 20 hours. <laughs> We've almost talked for an entire day. If you add in everything else, we probably have at this point. True. Add back the three by three. Add back the three by three. That's twenty-four. That's pretty insane. Couple big things happened in the past last time I spoke to you, like this anyways. You Mm -hmm. turned twenty-two. Yes, I have. I turned twenty-two on Wednesday, which is two days ago. I really didn't do anything special. Basically went to work. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then after work, um, what did I do after work? I think I just chatted with Chow. And then Ben sent me this really creepy message of, hey, is your address blah? And I'm like, yes. Why did you have to should I be? <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, why did you do that? And I was just thinking, should I be scared? Bro, what is happening? And he says, okay, yep, expect a delivery at six. And I just thought, okay. Oh, my Ben. (laughs) Okay, to pull back the curtain on this, Mm -hmm. we had a group chat, obviously, right, for Mm -hmm. your birthday, because we got you uh, the calorie figure. Yes. And so... That was the group chat for that. Mm-hmm. But then we got that to you guys early because we knew you like you and Chow have very similar birthday, well, mm. close birthdays. And so mm-hmm. we were going to get you your gifts because you guys were going to see each other before your actual birthdays. Mm-hmm. And so when your actual birthday's here, we figured we should do something for you, like both of you guys. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so for you, we were like, oh, we should. I mean, because a couple of the guys, we went to Chow's place. Yes. Um, but for you, we were like, oh, we should at least get you some, like, dessert or something. Because you're, you're the baking queen. <laughs> um, so we were, we were sort of just debating in the group chat of just, like, what does she like? Does uh, she like chocolate? Does she like churros? Um, and then, because Chow's already, did he get you milk tea? Yes, he did. He got me taro milk tea, which was very, very nice. He just... I think I was just talking about something randomly and then he stopped and just looked at his phone very concerned and said, what? It, it says you should be here already. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what? And he says, go downstairs. I'm thinking, but why? And he says, just go downstairs. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, uh, what's downstairs? And he says, just go. And I'm like, but where am I going? <laughs> am I going to the living room? Am I going to the kitchen? And then as I make my way downstairs, I'm like, oh, probably, it's probably something at the door. And then I go and check and it's milk tea. And I'm like, yes! Tara milk tea! <laughs> milk tea is a good choice. It was really good. I think um, 
the milk tea itself was really good, but the pearls were a little bit harder. Um, but I really enjoyed the tea. It actually had like a really good tar flavor, so which is real bomb. Okay, really quick, what um, which place was it? Was it Gongcha? It was, was it different. It was different. It was. It's not a franchise, I think. Oh. It's. I think. Um. When I looked on Uber Eats, because my mom, she, she, before, um, just within our family, we would look at milk tea places. And there's one, which is the alley, I think somewhere mm-hmm. in Bankstown. And then there's another random one, which I think is the one Chow got it from. It's called Cha Pom or something like that. It's Cha something. And so um, that's like an independent one, I think. I vaguely remember seeing it on Uber Eats. Yeah. <laughs> but to get back to the story, um, yeah, so we were deciding what to get you. And mm. then I was like, wait, I'm a good friend. I remember Andrea likes ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> so then we were trying to decide between ice cream. And so there was the place that we ordered from where we got you the, the pints of Ben & Jerry's. Mm-hmm. But then we were also thinking um, it was between that and Cold Rock. Because there's a Cold Rock also on Uber Eats. <gasps> Yo. Wait, there's and a Cold Rock in that could be deliverable to my area? <laughs> Apparently. Have I opened <laughs> Pandora's box? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yeah, because you can get like um like a one thousand like a liter tub of ice cream from Cold Rock <gasps> for like twenty five dollars. Uh, okay, that's probably why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we were we were trying to decide because mm-hmm. the tub you can get three flavors, and then um, you have to add toppings if you want toppings. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so we ended up on picking the the Ben and Jerry's, which mm-hmm. also was a whole other thing of like, what flavors does she like? Does she even <laughs> like chocolate? <laughs> I do like chocolate. I think okay, he, good note. <laughs> I really like the flavors. So thank you, thank you guys for for also getting me ice cream. Yo, we were because I personally really like eating tub ice cream. So ice creams like you can have the cone, like the drumsticks or the cornettos. You can yeah. have the ones on the stick, like the magnums. You can have ice cream sandwiches. Eh, but my favorite is just the tub because I just like eating ice cream. Uh, I don't really understand cone people as much because it's just more things you have to eat other than ice cream. So Okay, we can get into that in a second. <laughs> but okay. it's funny that you bring that up because I remember I brought up ice cream in the group chat. Mm-hmm. And then oh, who I was it Chow? It might have <laughs> been Chow where he was he was like, Oh, you mean like a tub? Because <laughs> when, when I said ice cream Mm-hmm. I think he thought that he was someone was just gonna deliver a, like an ice cream cone to you. <laughs> just flag down the local ice cream truck. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I didn't realize Ben sent you a message oh. prior to it actually being delivered. Because oh. I thought the etiquette was to just message them when the food has been delivered. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that is that is okay i guess um we'll know for next time <laughs> we'll know for next time and listen, next year is not that far away 
Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the flavors are really good. I think the only flavors that I don't like are coffee because I'm not a big coffee person and maybe in mint not a big mint person like it's okay it's fine but it's not my favorite flavor throw back to when throw back to when AJ was like (laughs) do you remember when we were on the way to lemongrass after finals and then AJ was buying ice cream and she says you know what I don't really like mint flavor (laughs) can you go Andrew I've never felt so betrayed by her before <laughs> and i was like i don't like mint but it's ice cream so I'll i know because <laughs> you're both like hey, it's just toothpaste <laughs> i'm just like no <laughs> but it mint. is but it is i like mint <laughs> yeah mint is not at it's not an atrocious flavor but it's not the one that i would choose if i had options to eat ice cream and coffee is just, it's just coffee. I don't really like coffee flavor anything. And then the really sweet caramel butterscotch type flavors are not for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but you guys got me caramel anyways, but it's like, it still tastes really good. So this is the, this is the rare exception that you Fair guys enough. happen to knock out of the park. And I think that's it. I think first other ice creams that I am thinking of at the moment. I like. Oh, okay. Well, unlike you, I'm a big fan of mint. <laughs> I know. Well, why do you like mint? Tell me, sir. I don't know. How do I describe why I like a food? I'm so bad at describing food. As the I'm, son of two cooks. I know. <laughs> it's, really it's, it's actually <laughs> atrocious how bad I am at being judgmental about food. Because... <laughs> There are only three levels of either I don't like it, it's all right, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Why say big word when simple words do trick? Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I, I, For me, though, I don't really get the, like, toothpaste argument because the reason that toothpaste tastes minty is because they wanted it to taste minty, so it tastes, like better than just like a white paste right <laughs> uh-huh. so it's supposed to taste good mm. Mm. it's supposed to taste fresh i guess maybe yeah. not good but it's supposed to taste fresh yeah i think it's it it the freshness also equates to it's also conditioned us to make it feel like it's clean so now in mint is so not is a synonymous flavor of being clean hence why gum uses mint to make your breath fresh hence yeah. clean so that's why when it's put with ice cream why is ice cream <laughs> trying to make you feel clean what do you mean it's this literally ice cream the exact fresh, opposite it's the exact opposite <laughs> of being clean you're gonna get cavities from this bird nah this ice cream is doing my dental work for me this ice cream is making me feel fresh clean ready for the day uh i see instead of brushing your teeth you just have mint ice cream that's the dream Mm, but But honestly (laughs) i just like it i don't know what to say that's that's fair but question is there is it mint would you eat mint ice cream if it didn't have the chocolate chips in it yes (gasps) i actually like the flavor of mint (laughs) oh 
Okay, because because usually it's just mint chocolate chip, right? I don't think there yeah. is just the mint only ice cream. <laughs> I yeah. think the ice cream companies they were like, do you think people would eat it if it was just mint? How about we brainwash them a little with the chocolate? Chip? You put the chocolate in there. <laughs> like chocolate. <laughs> That's how we'll get it moving. No, uh, I think I still would eat it if it was just mint. Yo. I just enjoy the flavor of it. <laughs> okay, to be fair, I don't dislike... I, I like most flavors. The mm-hmm. only ones that I am not, like, a huge fan of, but I'll still eat it if it's there. Um, Like, I don't really like banana-flavored things. Oh. Because um, I feel like banana flavor is very not like a banana. Yeah, the artificial it's is very not... very artificial. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I think... Yeah, I think yeah. the same the same argument could be applied for strawberry yes, strawberry flavor sure. flavor. But I Okay, but I think that strawberry <laughs> strawberry flavored uh ice cream or milkshakes is how you know if it's good or not because good places will actually use real strawberries to make to make it into strawberry strawberry flavor. If they use artificial, then it's kind of meh. It's no good. But if they use mm. real strawberries, then you know it's really good. That's the that's how you differentiate. Because obviously, I mean, vanilla, you could see if they use vanilla beans or whatever, but they're probably more expensive than strawberries. And chocolate You're is on to something. chocolate, you feel. Yeah. Okay, the, that's the other thing. I I think chocolate ice cream is very just okay like it's never my go-to ever. <gasps> okay <laughs> like i would prefer to have vanilla over chocolate mm. if we're like doing this in a tier list order oh i see what you mean mm. i i guess i think i don't know i think i would probably I know that my reaction before was very dramatic, but now that I'm thinking more about it, I think I would rate them equally. Mm-hmm. Because think- my thing with chocolate ice cream is that the cheap ones are too sweet, and then the the like higher quality ones are often too rich. Oh, I see. I do know what you mean by it being too rich, though, because I went to Chow's place for Christmas dinner and they had they bought Haagen-Dazs ice cream for dessert. And one of the flavors was Belgian chocolate. And usually I would love ice cream for dessert. But because we had so many courses beforehand, we were getting really full at the end. And I think I would like it if I hadn't eaten everything else, but it was pretty much really rich chocolate it's i felt like it was more chocolate than ice cream that's how rich it was and yeah, so eating it I was a that. bit much and i was just thinking dang have i changed what's happening <laughs> <laughs> why am i not enjoying it as much as i usually would and i tried it because i think it was two flavors in one whereas the where the other one was either chocolate chip or some vanilla flavor so i try to scoop all the vanilla flavor because it was less rich than the chocolate one (laughs) 
But yeah, I know what you mean by some of the chocolate being too rich. Because then it's when just full chocolate flavor. Yeah, exactly. That's just also why I don't really like mud cakes. Oh. It's like, it's just chocolate. And then to like offset the chocolate, they just put more chocolate, but <laughs> differently. <laughs> Does this mud cake apply to Woolies mud cake? Probably. I haven't had it in a long time. But oh. last time I had it, I was like, yep, this is sweet and chocolatey. <laughs> oh, I see. Because for me, I like mud cake because of how moist it is. Okay, that's, that that's is That's my primary reason for liking it. I can get that it's really heavy, so I wouldn't eat, you know, um, the same slice of a mud cake as a regular cake. But I really enjoy the texture of mud cake because a regular chocolate sponge cake, for example, would be a little bit more—it's more dry and crumbly. Mm. As whereas a mud cake is just ooh, that's my ideal texture for a cake. That is true. Of the like better ones I've had, it's it feels really like dense. Yeah, it is. It do but... be quite dense. But I can see the appeal of the like the moistness of the actual <laughs> cake. <laughs> yeah. That's, mm-hmm. Getting back to ice cream, I wanted to say that I think that the best ice cream flavors are the Asian ones, and I don't know if that's because I'm Asian <laughs> or if that's like it's just a more objective thing. <laughs> so, but what kind specifically? So like. I think matcha ice cream is really good. I'm basic. Mm-hmm. I'll, <laughs> that's okay. Um, okay. And like black sesame is really good. Oh. Um, there's there's one that's like, oh, what's it called? It's like the Asian drink. It's like kind of sweet. Brown calpas. Strawberry oh, calpas. Cal- yeah, there's a strawberry calpas sorbet that's really good. Oh. Um. Taro is really good. I I feel like they're all better than the the conventional Western flavors. Oh, I I've only had matcha and black sesame and brown sugar milk tea with the boba in it. That sounds hot. That sounds it's really it's really good. I would I would rate. Oh, I did have um. My dad, he, one time he bought, do you know what pineapple cakes are? They sound familiar. So essentially pineapple cakes, or Taiwanese pineapple cakes at least, they're kind of, um, imagine a rectangular prism looking shortbread type consistency. And then in the middle, they stuff it with like a pineapple Jam isn't the right word, but it's kind of a jammy consistency. I feel like I've had one of these before. They're really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have. Because um, my friend, you know, Joe, mm-hmm. he went to, I want to say he went to Taiwan. I'm pretty sure he went to Taiwan. <laughs> and he came back, and I think he gave my parents a bunch of these cakes. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if that's where I had them from because I, I do remember <laughs> my parents being really upset that all the cakes eventually went off. 
no. You didn't eat them quick enough. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember. I I feel like I've definitely had this because I remember the flavor of what this is like. Yeah, you <laughs> know what I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they have an ice cream version of this that I've tried, and that's crazy. And I think it's definitely a bit more novelty because, I mean, it's quite expensive to get it, but I thought that it tasted really nice. I think that's pretty much it. I haven't had any other other Asian flavors, probably because they're more expensive than the Western ones. True. But hey, that's <laughs> further evidence to my point, you know? True. They're gourmet. They're the good they stuff. Are. There's a... Because um, the place that I've tried most of these is this place in Burwood um, that Gavin recommended to me. Mm-hmm. And Gavin is one of two people in my life who will never fail to give me a good recommendation. Oh, that's pretty and high so, God. Yes, he is he is never missed with a recommendation <laughs> he's given me before. Also because he just knows me so well. Like he's known uh, me for since year ten, which is weird to think that it's like oh actually year nine. So it's like seven years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um but yeah he's this place called Kieran Ice Bar in Burwood. Mm-hmm. And they do, um, they just do a bunch of Asian ice cream flavors. And it was really good. Ooh. So if you're ever in Bowood, I mean, if you're ever in Bowood, first of all, hit me up because yeah, it's like 15 course. minutes. <laughs> I'll course, just drive it. And then second of all, if you're looking for ice cream. I'm always looking for ice cream, Josh. <laughs> literally, literally, I think me and Jaja, we were, um, Oh, me and Jaja, we went out for lunch on Anzac Parade one time. And then on the way back to uni, he he mentioned that there was an ice cream place that had white rabbit ice cream. And yeah. this was something that I had only ever heard of. Never, I didn't actually know we could actually get it here in Australia and on Anzac Parade, to say the least. So upon hearing that, I said, show me the way, Jaja. And so, <laughs> and so we go into the ice cream store, and I and they let us have some, um, just to sample it back when Corona wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. So I had some, and then even though I'm usually, usually me going out to eat for lunch on a uni day is already a lot, you know. I had to pay money to to bring to eat food. Oh yeah, you just never bought food. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, that yeah. was when, you know, my sole income came from Sona study. So, you know, I didn't want to buy food uh, outside. But, you know, it's it's um, between me and Jaja. And I think that was uh, early on when we were both running Psych Sock. So, you know, just good to bond over some food, catch up, etc. So then as soon as I had some, I was like, yo, this is real good. And I just bought a cup immediately <laughs> I, I was a bit sad after thinking about you know dang i used up more money but my heart is full my stomach is full i'm satisfied so i'm always down for ice cream see when the white rabbit stuff started coming out in sydney i was a little out of touch because it's not something that i grew up with oh which is is often shocking to people mm-hmm. because like a lot of what it seems like is a lot of Asian people 
have grown up, <laughs> or like Chinese people have grown mm-hmm. up with white rabbit candy. Mm. I I don't know. It's not. I mean, I ate white rabbit candy, but I don't think I grew up with it because it. As a young kid, I my mom she said I shouldn't eat too much candy, so therefore <laughs> I only ever got it every now and then. So I don't have the fond nostalgic memories that Asian people typically have with white rabbit candy. I just remember eating it and it tasting good, and that's pretty mm-hmm. much it. So I I can like see where you're coming from, Josh, and not having that personal connection to white rabbit candy. Yeah, because I feel like the first one I heard was there was a milk tea flavor oh, yes. of White Rabbit, right? Yeah. And when that one came out, I was like, oh, what is White Rabbit? <laughs> and people were like, wait, you don't know? It's like, mm-hmm. how did you not grow up with this? And mm-hmm. I think it's because I grew up with more Western candies than Asian candies. Oh, interesting. Because I know things like... Obviously, like Starbursts, and then the like gummies and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. then the old ones that are like shaped like teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know who you're talking about. And then the like Coke bottles and like Chopper Chops and Redskins and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all of that junk. But like Asian candies, I would only ever really get if I went to my grandma's place, which is all the way west (laughs) you mean it's not right next door it's not right next door (laughs) this is the other side of the family so uh yeah only when i would go there because when my parents would drop me off as a child because they had to like work and so i'd get babysat there yeah yeah um i would i would like vaguely remember the candies there and being like oh this one's like different this one's like not as sweet and as a kid, you don't want not as sweet. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. want sugar overload. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's my experience with it. Oh, that's fair enough. Do you have a favorite candy? Are you still a candy person now? Do you think, or do you think you? Because I know for me, I've definitely outgrown candy a little bit. I used to yeah. really be obsessed with it, but now. I'm, you know, you're getting old when candy starts be getting, becoming too sweet for you. That's what, okay. Actually, so true. I had this, <laughs> I had this, um, this conversation with my parents where I saw this meme and I was trying to tell my parents this meme because the way that Asian parents will rate desserts, the highest compliment they can ever give, they uh, say, oh, it's not too sweet. <laughs> yeah. And then I realized that I'm like, wait. They're onto something. Because <laughs> I'm that way now. <laughs> I like when my desserts aren't just sugar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to answer your question, um, yeah, I've definitely not been a candy person for like a while now. Mm. Like I'll have them every now and then, but it's not like something I actively will look for and buy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. I think it started with... It started first with chocolate. So when I was small, mm, I don't think I've ever l- loved white chocolate, but I liked white chocolate more when I was small. And then, 
Yep, and then I grew up a little bit, and then milk chocolate became became the thing, you know, obsessed with milk chocolate. But now I don't like milk chocolate as much anymore because it's too sweet. <laughs> and so now I've converted to the dark chocolate dark side. Chocolate. And before, when I ate dark chocolate, when I was probably sometime during high school, maybe in my junior years of high school, I would think, bro, who would eat dark chocolate? It's so bitter why would you ever choose dark chocolate over milk chocolate and now i get it i get it we, we get it mm-hmm. we're old and, and now looking back on in um did you ever have in recess i don't know first did you bring snacks from home for recess or did you buy food for recess lunch oh it was definitely bring from <laughs> okay okay so do you have you had so roll-ups fruit roll-ups yeah and then there's also the i think they're called n- fruit nuggets or something they came in a really what? tiny they came in a really tiny pack uh they were um separately packaged and they would have different flavors and they would claim like it's made from real fruit juice or whatever and it's called fruit nuggets and it would be they would come in irregularly shaped. Um, search it up. I'm, okay. I don't know I, if I don't you know, know what I'm talking one. about. Because I I saw them in a TikTok recently where they were when they were sort of reminiscing of old Australian snacks that just aren't popular nowadays or have disappeared or something. And mm-hmm. I saw those and I was just thinking oh my gosh, I used to have those every day, and now looking back on it, those were just straight up candy that they sold to us as a healthy alternative for <laughs> recess snacks. That's how they get you. <laughs> because fruit roll-ups are literally just candy. It's candy, but it's rolled up. <laughs> yeah, and they just say, it's got fruit, so <laughs> it's, not, it's not unhealthy, but it really is. I've never had fruit nuggets. What are these? Wait, have you not had these? Oh my no. goodness. I used to have one every single recess, and I think Diff just ruined me. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably why I, I was so chunky back in the day. Oh, okay. I My one wasn't... Okay, well, it's partially because of the food I ate. It was also I just didn't stop eating, so that's why I was <laughs> chunky. But that's my recess, my recess, I think what I remember was LCM bars. Do you remember LCM bars? Oh yes, I do. I do. I really like those ones. Mm-hmm. And then um, tiny teddies. <gasps> I got pretty often. Yes, tiny teddies. I would trade tiny teddies with with friends. Sometimes they would have different flavors, so it's I had chocolate, or they would have the chocolate chip one, and then we'd trade tiny teddies. Oh, okay, interesting. Because I, I was just going to make a thing where I was like, I realized I was growing up when I started to like the chocolate and the chocolate chip ones less than the honey ones. Because <laughs> I love the honey-flavored ones. They're so good. Oh, I see. I, I don't remember eating the honey ones much. Mostly, it was, I think I mostly gravitated towards the chocolate ones because I think the choc chip ones, they're so tiny. So I think in my brain that the choc chips was just insignificant at that point. 
Fair. <laughs> Just give me all the chocolate. Oh, yeah. And then there was, like, oh, the mame noodles. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, man, I love the mame noodles. Mame noodles are the ones where everyone would crowd around you and say, can I have some, please? Can yeah. I have some? <laughs> And you're just left with none of it. <laughs> you just have to eat it in the corner before everyone else. That was, those are the days. I know. What a throwback. I know. Did you ever have um, Sunny Boys? Oh, yes. In They'd sell it at the primary school canteen. Yeah. They had Super Dupas. Oh, we had um, oh, yeah, we had we had blizzards, which were basically just small frozen cokes. But um, they had a frozen coke, and they also had a frozen raspberry flavor. I can't believe oh. they sold that to us as, <laughs> as <Right>. primary school <laughs> students. Canteens are actually like primary school canteens. They, I don't think they have sold anything of nutritional value. <laughs> They really have it, honestly. Because I remember, as a child, occasionally I would be lucky enough to get my two dollars, that gold coin. Uh, <laughs> or I would like find a gold coin on the ground. And yeah. I'd be like, I'm gonna treat myself. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get like a a paddle pot, <laughs> or like an ice block. Um, yeah. And it's just insane that you can buy these at a primary school canteen. I know. I don't think you should give at the very most 11 year olds that much power (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a model for the real world i remember when i i lost my mind when my school announced that the canteen was getting a slushy machine (laughs) they they got a slushy machine they only had two flavors ever the whole year round Mm -hmm. but it was hot in demand It really was. I think the slushies were the best thing that you could buy, especially during summer when you actually have to stay outside because they, well, at least our school would not let you stay indoors unless it was raining. So you just kind of struggle in the heat (laughs) and slushies would save you. So actually, um, in primary school, I, like, pretty much throughout my entire school career, I almost never bought lunch. I would always try and bring food. There was only very rare occasions in high school when we were moving that we couldn't afford to, like, actually have, like, leftovers from dinner that we set aside for lunch. So my dad would give me money to buy stuff. But um, in primary school, uh, there was... uh, I was inducted into a group of Asians. I mean, our whole school was basically 90% Asians, but obviously there's different groups. So I became part of this group. And essentially, there was this one uh, person who was just insanely, like their family was insanely rich because I think their parents own a uniform company that makes school uniforms. So that's always going to be in demand. So they're just really, really rich. And basically, they would just give out money for all of us just to buy food at the canteen. And so me being the new kid, I I was just wondering, how do all these people in this group just always buy food every single day? And I realized that 
it just came from this one person that was just generous enough to be like, here you go, here's 20 bucks, you know, just go buy stuff at the canteen. But but they also have to, like, buy buy them food as well, right? Because they Mm. basically bought food every single day. And essentially, um, I think one day we were playing maybe cops and robbers or whatever, and I think I got pushed by accident. And then I was just on the floor, and I was like, oh, don't cry, it hurts so bad. (laughs) And then she came over, and she's like, oh, okay. I mean, she, like, gives me, like, some money, and she's like, oh, you can go buy yourself an ice cream. And that was how it started. I became inducted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You're not going to be that person who's, like, can can I have money to like buy? No, no one's gonna be like that, right? It's only when yeah. you've been offered, you've been offered the, you've been offered the opportunity that you can go and buy stuff. And I was like, what is this life, bro? Is this like I can't fathom anything like this. They Wait, must have spent so much money every single day. No joke. Was it the kid that offered you money? Yeah. That's crazy. That kid learned early. He's like, money, money could solve all my problems. Yeah, it was, it was really insane. That I think they just carried a lot of cash on them, like at all time. Yeah. They, we would, we would basically be messengers of food, where we'd buy food for them, and then in the process, we can also be paid with food as well. And that was, pretty, <laughs> and that was pretty much it for the rest of the primary school year. So that's how I was able to experience slushies, sunny boys, zupa dupas, um, some so hot food from the canteen. Because otherwise, I would not have bought any of that myself because I don't have the money as a 11-year-old. <laughs> so true. Oh, that's so sick. <laughs> I I think for both of my primary school experiences, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I've ever actually bought lunch from the canteen. Mm. Like I don't think I bought a meal. I've definitely bought snacks, like ice blocks yeah. and such, but maybe once, if anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I bought any in high school either. Like very rarely. Actually, oh. my high school was pretty cool because uh, they did instant noodles. Oh, <laughs> I see. Uh, you could buy instant noodles for like three dollars, which mm-hmm. admittedly is probably a rip off, but <laughs> it's instant noodles at school. It's like yeah. oh, what else? Do you know? Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. So at Sydney Girls, I think one of the big things that all the uh, every year aspired was the year 12 club room I don't know I can't remember it was just a room that only year 12s could use and essentially it was just like a lounge room or maybe it was called the year 12 lounge room basically it was just a place where you could go and study if you wanted or there was couches that you could sit on and just chill with people I think there was like maybe bean bags or something and then the 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 golden thing was there was a kitchenette so it had a panini or toaster press yeah. machine. It had um, microwaves, so people could actually microwave their lunch there. But the golden thing for me was they had 
access to boiling water and so i would just bring mm. instant noodles from home and i would just because there's always a long line for the toaster there's always a long line for the microwave but you know what there's not as much demand for instant hot water so true damn you were smart you carried that tradition to uni <laughs> <laughs> didn't i don't know do you know about the time when the library's hot water wasn't working like the tap wasn't functioning and me and aj brought instant noodles on the day that it wasn't working and so we snuck into is it whs Oh yeah, no, I do. <laughs> you know the story. Yeah. We snuck into it, and they we used the hot water that they dedicate for the coffee machine. <laughs> it was oh, so fun. Yeah. Wait, didn't you guys get told off for that, or was this we, a separate issue? We did it once, and we got away with it, and then we had to do it again because I think um, we thought that we were real slick the first time, but we got told <laughs> off the second time. Oh man. <laughs> times <laughs> yeah i remember that i remember you getting told off or like being i remember you saying that you got told off yeah we got scarred from then on but at least the the tap fixed itself so we can go back to the kitchenette true <laughs> but uh i wanted to bring up also because you mentioned um the, the like year 12 club room ish oh uh, yeah and we had a similar situation but that um that room was also like my room that I studied English in like it was one of the teachers rooms oh I see so the year 12s could go into that room like recess and lunch and just chill there if mm-hmm. they wanted um and that room also had like a microwave a sandwich press and like a kettle mm-hmm. um and so I would always be there in year 12 because uh I don't know if you know this I play a video game called Super Smash Brothers <laughs> and so Back in the day, I would just have my 3DS and all my friends would have their 3DS and we would just uh, play Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't think a lot of Year 12s knew about the room or like they were just out being active and like playing sport and stuff. <laughs> so uh, I think as time went on, more people were like, oh, hey, we can just go up to like that room, the Year 12 mm-hmm. room, and like during recess and lunch, we could just chill there. Mm-hmm. And then like more people ended up showing up just to sit and hang and then like me and my friends are just playing smash on our ds and then one guy like brings his laptop and you know how in most classrooms there's like a projector Mm -hmm. and so he hooks his laptop up to the projector and like he just starts playing a a different game on that projector (laughs) and i think it was really unlucky because on that day um directly off like the period directly after lunch um mm-hmm. some student had to like use the projector and i think the way that because like my english teacher was not tech savvy let's say uh the fact that the student had changed the how the projector was originally oh, no. functioning um she didn't like know how to fix it for the student presentation oh. <laughs> and so we weren't allowed to go back to that room. <laughs> no. She was, like, asking us as a year 12 class. She was like, hey, so, like, I know some of you, like, stay in this room. Do you know what happened with the projector? Because, like, I want not mess with the projector. I was like, ah. 
<laughs> I, I don't have the heart to just say it. Yeah, someone was like playing this game. And <laughs> it was intimidating enough as she was. Not gonna be a snitch. Ah, uh, that wasn't me. <laughs> so we had to all hold that L and just like. Oh no! <laughs> just never go back to that room. That's a pretty big L. Were you allowed to stay indoors in high school just during recess and lunch? Yeah, I think so. I think most people were pretty chill about it. As long as you weren't, like, destroying anything. <laughs> or messing with projectors, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think to that be was... honest... Oh, oh go, yeah. go, go, go. Okay, well, to be honest, most of the year 12s and even down to, like, year 10s in my school mm-hmm. got away with a lot. Because, <laughs> like, we're, we're not supposed to be going out during recess and lunch. Uh, but like there's so many convenient pizza places nearby (laughs) and so people would have like people would be assigned every week to just go be the guy to like go and buy pizza for everyone uh yeah and so they would have to like duck out of school go to like the dominoes or the minas (laughs) and then come come back with like five boxes of pizza (laughs) yo that's the that's goals that's goals I don't really remember the rules. Maybe, I think I might be a bit hazy on this, but I think people, they would order food to school. (laughs) They would order food. And I don't know if I'm making this up or not, but I feel like we got told off a bit because essentially then it would be strangers coming onto school campus to deliver the food. And then I think they got in trouble, but people still did it anyways. So (laughs) didn't really stop anyone. That is so true. High school kids have, like, no bounds when they just want random food. <laughs> it's senioritis. You're, you're about to graduate, so no one cares anymore. That is true. <laughs> I remember one time, I, I think I may have told you this, but there was one time at uh, high school where we had a, a fire drill. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the drill where it's like, oh, the alarm goes off, everyone makes that, like, drops everything, they make their way to mm-hmm. like, the oval, like, the, mm-hmm. the big grassy area where nothing can really catch on fire, right? <laughs> or, like, you can, like, see it coming. Mm-hmm. And so that happened. And, um, and then <laughs> while, because you know how they have to check for everyone's there. Mm-hmm. So they, like, do the roll and stuff. Uh, yeah. And so while they're doing that, <laughs> it was really funny. Because some of the year 12s who, like, didn't, like, they had a free period, mm-hmm. they, like, came, they're not supposed to go out of the school grounds, mm-hmm. but they came back from getting pizza <laughs> strong during their free period. Mm-hmm. So they had gone out, get pizza, and then when they came back, the school was all, like, on the oval, just, like, <laughs> right next to the gate, watching them walk by with the pizza. <laughs> and then they... They were in so much trouble because oh, obviously you can't be out. <laughs> we're yeah. having a fire drill. <laughs> As mad unluggers, bro. Imagine just coming back and be like, yo, why is everyone out on the oval? <laughs> My goodness. So, I mean, they were going to get caught either way because, like, their names would have been on the rolls during the, <laughs> the like, fire drill. So, yeah, those were one of the stories. At least they got pizza along the way. True. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's worth it, but true. (laughs) Uh, But to go back a little bit, like way back, 
I think you, uh, when I mentioned how there's different types of ice cream, such as the cone or in the, okay. or in the <laughs> yeah. pub. You, no, you like cones? Can, no, I'm not, I mean, they're okay. But like, if I'm here to eat ice cream, I just want the ice cream. See, the cone is like a essential, it, well, not essential, but it's like a very important vehicle for delivering the ice cream to <laughs> me, to my mouth. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but it's also, you could just not, and you could just eat just ice cream, you know? But it's it's ice cream, but like also with a fried waffle. <laughs> I think it might. Also be because, um, I don't know if this is actually directly related, but I personally don't really like crunchy foods. Uh, I don't know. I have a bit of contention about using the words crunchy or not because, you know, different foods, crunchy can mean different. Um, So when, for example, if we compare... um, like peaches and nectarines, I think. Like peaches mm-hmm. are soft, right? But nectarines have it's like a bit more of a crunch, right? Yeah. I like peaches and I don't like nectarines. Right. And um another example is I guess toast might be another example. Some people really like crunchy toast. I do not like crunchy toast. I would rather have toast that is the very slightest bit of crispy on the outside, like really lightly crispy, and then the inside is all soft. Or I would just have bread. I do not right. want the crunchy toast. I prefer pancakes over waffles for the same reason, because waffles are a bit more crunchy than pancakes. Mm-hmm. And the list goes on. So, I mean, chips, you can only have them the one way. Like potato chips, you can only yes. have them the crispy, right? But if we're talking about French fries, then I'm cool with like soggy fries. Um, uh-huh. But like really, really crunchy potato uh, fries, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, so this, this ex- and also it applies to cereal as well. I like soggy oh, cereal. Oh, yeah, you like soggy cereal. You know what? I'm on board. <laughs> you're on board with the cereal i know not a lot of people are on board with the other thing but i think maybe this could extend to why i'm not like a cone person because it's just mm. it's more crunch you know just that makes a vibe. lot of sense the way that you've explained it now <laughs> because in my mind ice cream cones it's like well you're just getting ice cream it's the same ice cream but mm-hmm. like you get the little extra crunch Mm-hmm. And I think in all of the other examples that you've given me, I, like, prefer the crunchy option. Like, mm-hmm. I prefer nectarines. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really feel... I feel indifferent about toast, but I mm-hmm. definitely like waffles more than pancakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this this is all, like, tying together. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming together. It's making more sense now. Yeah, yeah, I think there's more examples, but I just can't think of them. I've had this conversation with Chow. And he's always in disbelief um, about why I am okay with not having crunchy or crispy things. But I don't know. It's just, it's just I have certain textures that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that maybe this doesn't apply to is instant noodles. 
instant noodles is pretty much the opposite because I don't like soggy instant noodles. I don't. Do people like soggy noodles though? No, but some people. For me, soggy is um, when you cook it for the recommended amount of time according to the packet. Oh, okay. Because it gets kind of translucent a little bit. So it, I don't know how to describe it, but for me, I think it looks a little bit more translucent, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just imagining things, but for me, cooking it for say typical, it's usually like three to four minutes. That's too much for me. That's too, it's cooking it for too long. Mm. For me, I like the noodles when it's, um, how I define when it's ready is when I cook it in the water and it starts to separate the noodle strands start to separate but they don't separate so much that they are now individual strands they separate into clumps of strands okay yeah and that's where i stop i like i will um pull out all the noodles from from the water that is firm (laughs) yeah i am very on the side of firm um has a bit more of a bite noodle Mm -hmm. um because I think, yeah, pasta has, like, it's the al dente, the bite. If pasta noodles are too soggy, uh, that is a no bueno from me. So it's like, yeah. if you go to Ichiran, then I'll probably be choosing the firm hard noodles over the soft noodles. I think if you had to give me the choice between firm noodles and soft noodles, I would also lean more towards firm. Mm-hmm. But, like... The way that you have described your instant noodles is too firm for me. <laughs> <laughs> because also because the um I cook it that way because I also I could eat it in that state as well, but more more often than not, it takes about like thirty or so seconds from when it's like into the bowl of where I'm actually going to eat the noodles from. So mm. in that thirty seconds, it's going to loosen up a little bit more. Yeah. And then I'm still okay with that consistency. So that's fine. But any more than that, if it's been sitting there for a minute, I'm upset. How dare you? This noodle is like wasted. It's like the noodle's rest time. Yeah. You know how you cook meat? <laughs> like a steak. Yeah. Instant noodles. Yeah, exactly. But even then, I wouldn't say that that's crunchy versus soft. I would just say Yeah, that it's a different texture. Yeah. So I have very particular notes on textures that I like. And another texture that I enjoy is the bouncy type texture. So which is why I like udon noodles a lot. And I mm. like boba. I like mochi. I like, um, do you know oh, tang, okay. tang yuan? It's a Chinese dessert and it's, um, it's usually hot. It's kind of got a similar texture to like the mochi sticky rice glutenous okay, flour yeah. type texture and then inside it's got like filling usually it's sesame sesame paste or red bean or peanut Wait, are they fried it's no you boil it in oh, okay. in a i want to say for us we have it in like a rice wine alcohol type thing it's like a traditional chinese dessert oh wait no, I think I do know what this is. Do you? Do you get yeah. named out? I don't know the name, but I've mm-hmm. I've certainly had what you're describing. Yeah. Because yeah, the yeah. the one that I've had is they make a um my 
mother's side of the family will mm-hmm. make it a lot because mm-hmm. they're a lot more traditionally Chinese. Mm-hmm. Um, are they like different colors sometimes? Yeah, they can be different colors too. Like pink and green and white. Yeah, that's my experience. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think the pink, green, and white ones they usually are just the the glutinous balls. If yeah. um they're like usually smaller, but like it just imagine like that texture and bigger. They uh, they yeah, can my, also put they'll make in. both. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the ones I've had have um mung bean in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that like those types of like bouncy. Sticky type textures, I really enjoy. I concur. Those are so <laughs> good. It's amazing. Um, have you ever had the? What's it called? I think it's like daifuku. It's a Japanese thing. Oh, is it the one with the like red bean and strawberry inside the mochi type thing? Uh maybe. But my. My experience was it's just mochi on the outside, but then it's ice cream on the inside. Oh, yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. I love those. When I was in Japan, and because I didn't like know what it was, because like in the package, it's just I was just confused, <laughs> so like I never bought it, right? Mm-hmm. And because my friend Joe is a lot more uh, Asianified, let's say, than I am. <laughs> He's a lot more cultured. It's probably yeah. a better way of putting it, but. He he got one and then mm-hmm. he was like, oh hey, you should probably try one. Mm-hmm. And I had one and then I bought one like every second day. It was not good for me, but like it was, it tasted so good. <laughs> you were enlightened by Daifuku. I was, and then I lost my mind when I saw that it was being sold in a Tongli. <gasps> I know. Yeah. I had that exact. I walked into the Tongli looking for like. Like Shaoxing wine <laughs> came out. You're like, wait, I know this ice cream. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, I should have a look next time. I need, 100%. Some, of, I need some of these Asian ice creams, bro. Just go to Bode. <laughs> Honestly, it's so great. But yeah, I certainly. Oh no, go, go, go. I, I certainly agree with the, the whole sentiment of like, it's like, soft and chewy yeah it's just nice <laughs> yeah it's i th- uh in in taiwan they call this texture qq i don't really know why i think it could be like a might be like an onomatopoeia or slang way to say it but that's how i always describe these types of like like because it's not i mean mochi and there's like glutinous rice flour oh another category of food that also falls into this is like rice cakes yes yes i also very much enjoy rice cakes so i think mochi is a little bit more sticky than chewy whereas things like rice cakes are more like bouncy so but anywho like throughout this entire spectrum of foods that are this type of texture i really enjoy but I don't I think concur. it applies to, like, it doesn't apply to, I don't know what kind of category this type of food is. It's, like, main type of starchy-ish type foods. It, it would not apply to, like, I don't eat fish, but it would not apply to fish or meats or, like, vegetables or whatever. It's like, only applies to, like, this one type of food. 
like noodles, rice cakes. Are you talking about the this QQ? Yeah, this texture. Okay, yeah. yes. But I feel like most like meats and vegetables are not of that quality. <laughs> but like, what other things could be made into this quality? Then would it only I, be this type of food, like candy, maybe? Yeah, no, I think you're right. It's it has to be like, Man, as you、hey. said, like glutinous rice flour. <laughs> <laughs> it is the secret ingredient. It really is. It's surprisingly,、uh, I've realized it's surprisingly easy to make like very basic mochi. Oh, have you have you made it? I made some when、um, when Sarah came over,、oh. like a while back. Mm-hmm. When we made mochi brownies, and essentially all it is is the like rice flour and sugar and water, and then you just microwave it for a while. Yo. And then, and then it like turns into it's、uh, get a like a good bowl so that it's it's not as sticky, but like <laughs> yeah, it, you can just microwave it for a while, and it becomes like a liquidified mochi texture, and then we just put it on top of the brownie batter. And then like put more batter on top of it, so it's in the middle,、oh. and then it just came out as like that sort of texture. Oh, what the wait! So you didn't mix the mochi with the actual brownie mix, but like、no. was the whole th- brownie that texture anyways, or is it just in the middle? It's just in the middle, so、oh. it would be brownie mochi brownie.、Oh, that sounds really good. It was really good. <laughs> My mom has also made、uh, like more legit kind of mochi.、Mm-hmm. It was really good. I don't know how she did it. My mom's a magician. <laughs> <laughs> she is a cook after all. She is, but、uh, yeah, that was really good. And she filled it with red bean. Oh, that's another one. Red bean ice cream is so good. <laughs> oh, I don't. I have mixed feelings about red bean. Like sometimes、oh, really? I like it, and sometimes I just don't. And I don't know. I, it's not that I, I don't gravitate towards red bean, but I will eat it. But I also feel like a fake Asian for not liking red bean because it's in so many Asian desserts, and not just、yes. like in Chinese desserts. It's in like, like Japanese, Korean. It's like across the board. All Asians should like red bean. I'm just like, dang, what happened? Am I? I'm not just. I'm just not cultured enough to appreciate <laughs> red bean. As a Child, I didn't like it,、mm-hmm. but growing up now, I will never reject red bean.、Oh. If it has red bean in it, I'll eat it.、Mm-hmm. I, I just enjoy it a lot. <laughs>、oh, I see, I see. Is it like what's your favorite way to have red bean? Usually in mochi,、mm-hmm. uh, and then it's like it's as a filling. It's really nice,、mm. but the only other way that I can think of that's not quite like a filling. Is it? They make it as like a not like a soup, but it's liquidified. Oh, like, like a, a porridge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And that's I enjoy that. They serve it at Chinese weddings a lot. Yeah. Yes, I I haven't been to a wedding, but yes, I know. Like at like fancy Chinese restaurants, they usually have it. Yes. Like, yeah, dessert. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. But you've never been to a wedding. Oh, I don't think I. 
Yeah, I don't have any family members who've gotten married or have any family friends that we're really close to that have gotten married. (laughs) I've always wanted to try. I've always wanted to go just to see what it's like. Yeah, you should. I've been to too many at this point. (laughs) (laughs) What are your experiences with them like, Josh? Um, Most of the ones I remember are quite asian mm-hmm. i mean obviously right because my family's chinese <laughs> but um because the way that you're aware of the difference between like a chinese wedding and like a uh western wedding mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like um, the so, colors and the ceremonies and stuff yeah and also i mean i was thinking mostly about the food oh that <laughs> <'Cause>, too <laughs> yeah because like western weddings um they have like this whole process of there's the entree, the main, and the dessert, right? Oh, yeah. But then everyone, the the way that you're seated, there's mm-hmm. two choices for every meal. Mm-hmm. And then the way that you're seated, you have to alternate with the people next to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas in a Chinese wedding, um, it's not a three-course meal. It's like a nine-course meal. <laughs> and, and the tables are, it's just like a big circle and there's a big lazy susan Mm -hmm. and then it's like um it's like if you go to a chinese restaurant Mm -hmm. and then imagine like you order whatever dishes you get and they put it on the lazy susan and you share Mm -hmm. but it's just like really big and more extravagant foods Mm -hmm. um so usually what they'll start with a lot of the time is like the cold meats so they do like um cold meats and then like jellyfish salad Mm -hmm. and then they'll do uh usually like an abalone oh that's pretty fancy uh and then at some point they like bring out like fried rice uh common ones are like fried rice shark fin soup Mm -hmm. uh although i don't know about the ethics of that anymore (laughs) um usually like a big steamed fish Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's crab with noodles, mm-hmm. and uh, what else is there? I guess whatever the bride and groom decide on after <laughs> that. And then towards the end is always the classic like sliced fruit and the red uh, bean soup. <laughs> yes, yeah, classic. Uh, in terms of the actual experience themselves, I <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't remember much outside of the food because I was just the kid that <laughs> sat at the table and kept eating. <laughs> but uh, at least for the dinner, the dinner was kind of fun because everyone sort of like cuts back and is just mm. like, oh, hey, I haven't seen you in ages. Let's mm-hmm. ha- like let's catch up because, you know, people don't see each other for a long time. Yeah. And then there's like a dance floor. It's almost like a ball, um, but like obviously with specific (laughs) yeah like like it's a it's a ball but with the theme of love (laughs) and then the like reception is a little the reception and ceremony is like a little different where it's more formal and you have to like sit there in a nice in a nice button up in a suit and just (laughs) listen to the vows oh i see i see How's like, because you went to one recently, right? Was it a bit different now? Because 
Have you been to weddings when you were younger? Yes. It must have been like a different experience because it's like I feel like if you were a kid going to a wedding, you would care a lot less. But now, as you've grown up, <laughs> you can actually interact with people and have more to discuss about. So I would imagine it's a very different experience now. It okay. Uh, it certainly is in, but in the opposite way as how oh, you described. In the opposite because, way. Well, in the opposite way, in the sense that as a kid. Mm-hmm. I was always excited because I'd be like, yo, the food at weddings is always lit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm getting a free meal. It's not really free because my parents paid for it, but mm-hmm. I'm getting a meal out of it. And it's going <laughs> to be like a great night. I get mm-hmm. to stay up. And then uh... it's, it's just a great day for me. Mm-hmm. And then weddings now, as a an adult, I'm like, oh, I have to wake up kind of early. I feel like, <laughs> socialize with my relatives now oh <laughs> uh, i see and it's really hard i i shouldn't say that because like i do like talking to my relatives mm-hmm. but often the times uh on my mom's side of the family it's hard because a lot of them speak only chinese or like have very limited english uh, I and i am a bad asian and i don't speak chinese <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's a little tougher i mean it's getting better because uh, their English is getting better, and I can understand a little bit of Tiaju. Mm-hmm, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I don't know. The communication is still a bit of a barrier. And then it's also just like, man, I have to stay up. I want to just be at home. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I'm getting too old now, and you sleep early. No. <laughs> oh, dang. Even the one I went to recently was not technically the wedding. Oh. Uh, so it was a tea ceremony, which oh, I see. is like it comes before the actual wedding mm-hmm. um, where it's it's when I think all of the family and all of the relatives come and they offer they obviously do this whole ceremony with the tea and like offering the tea and it's symbolic of something. I'm not entirely sure what. But mm. um, that's also when I think you're supposed to give gifts and mm-hmm. like money to the bride and groom. Yeah. And yeah. then when you do that, that's when you have a seat at the wedding because you pay for the, the meal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I see. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, that was I went to that tea ceremony, uh, I think, last month. Mm-hmm. And that was rough because it was. It started at like seven in the morning in Marubra. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh so my goodness. We, I, I woke up at like 5 45 because mm-hmm. you have to, because it was like maybe a 30 minute drive, but mm. also like you have to like actually get ready for a wedding. Yeah. Gonna I can't do the typical look nice. guy thing and like <laughs> just wake up and be like, oh, I'll get ready in 10 minutes. Slap on a shirt and some pants. <laughs> Oh, yo, that's so early in the morning, bro. Tell me about it. But, like, like not even just for, like, guests, though. Like, imagine if you were having a tea ceremony at 7 a.m. and you're, like, the bride and groom. You have to wake up so early. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, that is, for them. I know. That is illegal. That it's is- especially rough for them because it... So the one I went to is mm-hmm. at the it was at the 
bride's house because uh, she is my cousin. Mm-hmm. And so the groom is marrying into my family, if that makes uh, sense. Yep, yep. But I think it's especially rough for them because they had to do that same thing, uh, but at the groom's family. Oh. <laughs> so, like, our tea ceremony happened. Mm-hmm. And then, like, around maybe, like, 1 p.m., everyone left, or at least, like, the that the immediate family of the bride and groom had left to mm-hmm. go to the groom's family to mm-hmm. pretty much do the same thing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's like a whole event, like a whole day event for something that isn't your actual wedding yet. I know. I couldn't believe it. I just wanted to go home and then... <laughs> <laughs> It was it was only one p.m. and I was like tired today. Oh my goodness, yo! Think the yeah, I I it sounds like a lot of fun, but yeah, I don't know. I don't just don't think we have any family members or friends that right. family friends that were getting married. I think the first wedding that I'll probably go to is like an actual friend's wedding. I think. The first wedding you go to will just be yours. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll be yours. It may be more. Right, we'll see how it goes, you know. <laughs> see how it goes. We'll see what happens. You know that they... <laughs> I was looking forward to the uh, border reopening February mm-hmm. this year. And then there's recent news that there's no longer opening in February. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, I thought they were just keeping it open, though. Because it's no. just gone haywire now. Uh, so, Western Australia is the only one that has, like, had its borders shut to the to the rest of us for a while. Oh, like, they can't even go out? Like, I thought they just didn't let people in. Oh, I don't know if they don't let people out. But I... Yeah, I you might be right, but, like, it's kind of rough if it's, like... If you live there and then you go out <laughs> and you just not let back in. No, because I was under the impression that, like, say you were visiting Western Australia, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be allowed in. But, like, people in Western Australia can go out and go back in because they live there. But no, ex- like, people from other states can enter Western Australia. But I don't know. Right. It doesn't make a lot of sense that way. Yeah, because then it's like, what if they just, what if the people from Western Australia get COVID <laughs> and they go back? Yeah, I don't know. All the, all the different rules from different states are confusing and nothing's yeah. working, except for Western Australia. Yeah, they're doing a good job. But unfortunately, that leaves me stuck here <laughs> for, for whatever, however long. Mm. Hopefully, hopefully soon, now that boosters are being accelerated. True. I mean, Western Australia is, like, they're, like, also just barely getting through vaccinations. Oh, Because they, like, well, yeah, because they didn't need it. Oh. Because the whole of 2021 was pretty much normal for them. Dang. It was, like, back to normal kind of vibe. (laughs) <laughs> that's pretty insane yeah they were just chilling <laughs> so we were out here struggling I know. I know we really are <sighs> I hope so. that I hope that Omicron will help end it soon but we still don't know anything about it I know I mean if it's 
any consolation, the cases are seemingly lower. <laughs> yeah, in terms of severity, hey. It's still insanely high, but <laughs> it's lower, which is, you know, we went from like a zero to like a 10%. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what a what a such such clowns! What what are we doing? We were doing so well, well we before, and then I know it just it just turned so quickly. I don't. What is the simulation that we're living in? My benchmark is always just like how often I see you in person. <laughs> the fact that it's getting less is not a good sign. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I can't wait to just go out and not care and not have to wear a mask. I mean, like, wearing a mask is great, but I always have to wear two masks because my mom is paranoid like that. I wear, like, the surgical and the cloth one, mm-hmm. and it just makes it infinitely more difficult and uncomfortable to breathe <laughs> in because, obviously, the cloth one is not as breathable. So um, I will enjoy being able to just breathe normally <laughs> and not be worried of dying from people's cough. I mean, that's... <laughs> you You should try working out in a mask. That one's different. That's pretty rough. I don't, I can't believe you still went to the gym when you had, we had to... When mask mandates are, like, a really big thing. Listen, the gains don't stop for anyone. <laughs> it's actually... I don't find it that bad. I feel like we're, after wearing a mask, I, I feel like I've gotten used to it. Oh, you're strengthening your lungs, Josh. I suppose so. <laughs> the other thing I enjoy about mask metal is that I don't have to shave as frequently because I can uh-huh. just cover it up. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. And I just get really lazy with it. <laughs> I can definitely relate to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we'll take a quick break because I need some water. I'm real thirsty. Yes, you get some, you get, you stay hydrated, Josh. Welcome back. We've taken a quick break to talk about Andrea, Andrea's life, honestly. <laughs> We've been catching up in, in the meantime. Um, yeah. Just things that have happened, such as birthdays, what's going to happen this year. Yeah. Et cetera. It all started with Michael Chow's birthday. <laughs> beloved boyfriend. Yes, indeed. Actually, it was really interesting because uh, that day, it was mm-hmm. the day, because you know how Ahad message, he was like, oh no, Nelson message, and he was like, hey, Ahad and I are thinking of like surprising Chow mm-hmm. at his place. Yeah. Um, and then, usually I am not the type of person who uh, is down for sponty late uh, night things. Yes, yes. Especially if they are over 30 minute drive away. <laughs> which admittedly chow is like within 30 minutes mm-hmm. but if it's late at night and it's spunty i'm just like oh, man i had plans to like watch anime <laughs> <laughs> um but i figured you know it's his birthday why not mm-hmm. i'm not really doing anything today 
And um, so we, I had to like pick up Darren on the way. Mm-hmm. And so we planned to get there at like 10. I think I was after, um, so people who turned up was me, Darren, and then um, Ahad drove Nelson and Harry. Mm-hmm. And so Nelson, Harry, and Ahad were already there. And I got there at maybe like quarter past 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got there and obviously we had to like be kind of quiet because uh. we don't want to like, we don't want to ruin the surprise per se. Mm-hmm. The first issue or the first concern that we had was that he had already gone to sleep uh. because his, his light was like, all the lights were kind of off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we were like, wait, <laughs> we didn't really think ahead here. <laughs> The second problem was trying to get him to come downstairs because, uh, like you, it's like when Ahad called, it's like, wait, why do you want me to come downstairs? Like, why do you want me to come down? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Ahad came up with like three different excuses for him to come out that were <laughs> not coherent with one another. <laughs> so it was just like such a chaotic call because. <laughs> At first, it was like, at first, he was like, oh, hey, can you, like, come to the city? I just want to go to the city right now. Um, and then and then after that, there was, like, some other, there was some other excuse. And then the last one was like, oh, hey, I just need you to come down. Like, my friend's got something at, waiting at Tarala Station. Can you come pick it up? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. Yeah, I, it was terrible. Um <laughs> But we ended up seeing him. We didn't really surprise him. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think he could figure it out. <laughs> like, but. on my end, so, um, Ahad, he messaged me, I think, because he wanted to know about, like, what cake to get him, right? And yeah. so he did message me after. He's like, can you make sure that he's still awake? And I was like, yep, should be, should be G. Um, usually, I think, ever since that we, uh, we started dating, he hasn't gone to sleep traditionally as early as he would like. um so I didn't think it was that difficult but actually the day before he was really tired because um he had a long day I guess and he went to sleep at 10 30 and so I was like oh okay maybe it might be just a little bit more difficult (laughs) because he slept so early yesterday but uh, I think we were playing smash uh, actually so he was pretty occupied and then he gets the call from Ahad oh no before he gets the call from Ahad Suki starts barking, I think. Oh, yeah. That was the, oh, I think God. that was the indicator. And then Ahad called. And, yes. then, and then I see him talking to Ahad. He mutes, obviously. So I see him just talking to, to Ahad. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he, and then I think he looks out the window and then he heads down or something. And then I was just like, no, Suki's already given it away. She's already started barking. And yeah, so I think Bro, that was from my Suki, point of view. Suki started barking like frame one. We got out of the car. <laughs> it was insta. <laughs> it was so bad. We should have called from inside the car, but even yeah. then, it's hard because like both of our cars are there. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see. See, if no. I had known that you guys were gonna call, I would have just been. I would have tried and helped in some way and came up with something. But I think it just all of a sudden it was just. Suki bark for yeah. things a bit sus altogether. <laughs> it's all right. Hey, it worked out in the end. 
<laughs> How was the cake? Was it good? Yeah, it was pretty nice. I mm-hmm. enjoyed it. That's good. That's good. I tried to get I tried to get a mango cake because we um on the Sunday before was it the Sunday or the, no I'm pretty sure it was the Sunday the Sunday before his birthday um me and his family we all went out to go eat Brazilian barbecue and then we got a cake so I tried to find a mango cake that was located somewhere in the city because that would just make transportation a lot easier it's more convenient because you don't really want to be carrying a cream cake that's ideally held under cold conditions and just yeah. walking around that's yeah, that's not great but I couldn't find one that was at a good price um wasn't very creamy because his mom doesn't like a lot of cream in desserts and stuff and in the city I think the closest one was the lab in Strathfield but uh, I read one of the reviews that was posted very recently and they said the mango slices on the mango cake were not very good. And I was thinking, oh, it's a mango cake, but the mango isn't even good. Oh, that's so tragic. So, um, alas, I had to get a different cake. And then um, my mom, she was buying, like she was paying for the cake. So she had to put in her input as well. So I guess in the end, we just ended up going for Black Star Pastries, watermelon mm-hmm. cake. But I knew that it wasn't the one that their family traditionally eats all the time or the one that they actually really wanted. So it was good that Ahad at least could get him a mango cake and you guys could celebrate um, celebrate that with them. Wow. That was, there was so much thought put into a cake. <laughs> when I buy cake, I'm just like, wow, this one looks kind of pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like that too, but there's just there's just so many, there's a lot of people to cater for for this cake. Fair, yeah. It's real difficult. I thought buying a cake would have been easy, but but alas, I think if it if we ate somewhere else, then I think the options would have been better because. Because like mango cream cakes, you usually buy at Asian bakeries, so places mm. like Stratty or Hurstville, Campsy or Burwood. You would easily find one there. It's just in the CD, everything's so bougie and expensive. That's fair. Disappointment. But he got his mango cake. Yeah. And he got his monitor. Because we saw his monitor, and I played Smash <laughs> with him for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What what had happened was um, most of the guys left around like twelve thirty, mm-hmm. so like a bit after midnight because they all had like work in the morning. Oh, uh, I see. <laughs> but unlike me, <laughs> I'm unemployed, <laughs> so I stayed back for a bit and I was just playing Smash with him. First mm-hmm. of all, it's just so hot in his room. I don't know how he lives. Yeah. It's insane. I was sweating up a storm. I was a sweaty gamer <laughs> for an hour and a half. Because of the carpet up there as well. It makes it worse. Mm, yeah. And, like, there was no breeze. I think you opened the window. There was <laughs> no breeze coming through. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it's been a while since I've played Smash with a, another human being up till that late. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? How was the playing it on the monitor? Oh, the monitor's fuego. The monitor's lit. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, it was good. 
I mean, it's nice to... Honestly, I'm always down to just play Smash. <laughs> I don't frequently get the opportunity to, like, play with real people much anymore. Because, like, I don't, <laughs> can't really go to Smash Lock. Ah, uh, true. And then I, like... I think Gavin is a bit hesitant on Omicron. So, like, uh, I don't really go to see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then other people I know play Smash, so, like, I just don't really visit them. And then uh, Chow's the only one. So it's like, yeah. if I ever go see Chow, then there's probably the off chance we play Smash. Yes, or the very big chance that you'll play Smash. There's a pretty big chance we'll play Smash. <laughs> now that I actually know how to play Smash, I want to play Smash as, like, a party game with everyone. Because I'm not good yeah. to play against you guys, but I I think as a whole group, we can it'll be chaotic enough to play. Oh, for sure. The casual element of Smash is what, like, makes it fun to and accessible to most people. <laughs> yeah, it really it is good. It's good. I think I am now just in the middle of of. I think I'm. Yeah, I don't think I'm in the beginner stage anymore. More, mostly just intermediate. I can at least kind of control what I want to do. I will just continue button smashing until I get it. Love that. Have <laughs> finesse. You know what? That's okay. Everyone gets to that point. <laughs> You're just gonna like stomp on all of our friends. <laughs> You're gonna have an eight-man smash, and Andrew's just winning every game. Well, I beat Ben that one time, so I'm very proud. That's actually a pretty big accomplishment. <laughs> Ben's supposed to be a gamer. <laughs> but now that you've played on his monitor, do you feel more motivated for a PC now, Josh? Uh, I've been very motivated for a PC. <laughs> I this PC dream of mine has been in the works for probably like a year by now <laughs> where I've just been like thinking about PC parts and then just being like oh, I'll just wait till the next sale and then the next <laughs> sale hits and I'm like oh yeah graphics cards are still like a thousand dollars at some point I'm gonna have to bite the bullet but my <laughs> current my current rule I've set for myself is mm-hmm. I'm not gonna buy or I'm not gonna build a PC until I get a job that is like oh, not just okay. mm-hmm. because I want to feel like I earned it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought you said the last time you said that you're going to buy a PC once this is all over. <laughs> once yeah. all the, the honors thing is all over and now. Yeah, so that <laughs> happened, and then I realized I'm like, wait a minute. PCs are expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. But I really, it would be really cool because I, for one, could just, like, have the Switch dock up here and then just play Smash on up here Mm -hmm. and, like, not have to go downstairs, which is not that big of a, it's, like, a very first world problem, but (laughs) it's still a thing. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, being able to play PC games with, like, a mouse and keyboard, that's sick. I haven't done that in ages yeah for sure for sure i think um so i so you know how when we were trying to get chow's present ben uh said that he knew someone who builds pcs and stuff yes uh so i connected um, ben's friend with chow and he actually he just made he just asked a couple of questions it's like 
if you just did a quiz online and then it spits back out all the necessary things that you need according to your specifications. That's pretty much what he did. He just asked a whole bunch of questions, Chow answered all of them, and he just came back with a whole cart of PC parts according to the budget that Chow had. And yep. Chow's just now ordered all the parts and is waiting for them to arrive. And then hopefully Ben's friend will come and build it up for him. <laughs> oh, he's not even going to build it himself? <laughs> <laughs> I I said I was I could build it for him because I think I'm pretty good with building stuff. I can I'm pretty good at following instructions. I build all IKEA furniture. I build Lego. I'm pretty G. So I think I'm I'm pretty okay with following instructions and having at least um some decent hand-eye coordination and stuff. But he didn't Chad didn't trust me enough because it's an expensive computer and I don't know what I'm doing. But I watch Trash Taste PC building mini special. <laughs> if too. they can do it, I can do it too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but no, um, Chow was probably, felt a bit more comfortable, I think, letting him, um, letting Ben's friend do it. So, um, I mean, he can do it. And then at, in the process, he can at least just watch and, you know, see how it's done. Yeah. I mean, I, I get the viewpoint. I would want to do it, but I would want to do it with, like, supervision. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, I know that if you do some things incorrectly, you can, like, ruin the actual component. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. that's why, because I enlisted the help of my tech friends um, mm-hmm. who are very into PC parts and such. Mm-hmm. And there was one dinner I had with them where I brought up that I was like, hey, do you guys help, like, want to help me build a PC? Mm-hmm. And then the whole conversation just detracted into them talking about parts. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever been shopping for PC parts before, but it's like another language almost <laughs> because it's like, oh, I recognize these letters, but yeah. they're just not in a, an orientation or arrangement <laughs> that make any sense to me. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I I think um, how do I explain? I whenever I whenever I get into something, I hyperfixate on it and I do a lot of research, which is what happened when I decided I wanted to get a, a proper mechanical keyboard. But the thing is, it's just it just takes so much time. Even for I I think I overdo it a little bit because I always get paranoid of do I really want this one or is there a better one out there? And I always keep mm-hmm. searching, but you have to know when to stop, right? You have to know when, oh, I don't actually want this one because it has unnecessary things that I don't need and I really should stick with this one. So I feel as if I were to do PC stuff and because Chowhi told me that, um, he told me sort of the basic things that he wanted and initially he asked me to sort of do help him do all the research and stuff. But I think doing it that way, I would not know where to stop because I'm not him, right? I have Mm -hmm. these vague ideas of what he wants. But then for me, I would just go back and say, you can have this one that does this thing, but you could also have this one that does this other thing. But you could also get this one, but it's more expensive than these two, but it does both of what they do, so that's why it's more expensive. Or you could have this really budget option that doesn't have all these fancy stuff, but, you know, it gets all the basic stuff done. So, like, which one do you want? And he'll probably just say, I don't know, you can choose because you're doing the research for me. And then I I just freak out because I don't know which one 
you actually want, right? Because no, this is all on you. I'm not you, so I don't know. Whereas for me, I, at least I can go away and think about it, and I will have to be content with the one that I choose because I chose it. But if right. I choose it and then accidentally he doesn't, it doesn't do what he actually wants it to do, or I overlook something, then I would feel really bad. So, um, so it was good that at least this guy could um, come and help because he seems very objective about most things. He seems very uh, cut to the chase. These are the things that I recommend you have. It will be good for the future. You can have this PC for a while. Um, you know, if you want all these nicer extra stuff, you know, we can fit that into the budget if you'd like. GG, good to go. Yeah, Wrap it up. That's pretty good. Yeah. What does Chow even need in a PC? He needs it to run Osu, League of Legends, and like a, a data program, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, I think. Um, he said he wanted to get Street Fighter as a, oh. another game. Street Fighter 5? Yeah, because his cousin has Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. So he said he wanted oh, he... to get into it. <laughs> He wants to learn, like, actual fighters. <laughs> <laughs> like, not just Smash. He's progressing. He's a gamer. <laughs> yeah, so I think... Um, I think with the budget he gave... I, Chow's more the type of... If it gets the job done, it's fine. But I think mm. this guy, he, Ben's friend, has more of the mentality of... Oh, you want it to last, like, a while, right? You don't want to yeah. it to be good for now, but not good enough later. So I think with the budget, he... Seems like he tried and um, got the most higher-end stuff. So at least, hopefully, it will be... Um, good for Chow for at least a couple of years. Um, I don't actually know too much about the specifics of all the different graphics cards and stuff, but I mean, storage wise, RAM wise, seems pretty solid. Mm, sounds good. Mm, very keen. I very keen. I will be excited to see it all up and running because. Uh, I always just watch people on YouTube have aesthetic PC setups. And me as a <laughs> Mac user, I will never be able to reach that type of that type of aesthetic because I'm locked in the ecosystem. But through Chow, I can live vicariously through him. It's never too late, Andrew. <laughs> it's never too late. Or I can just hijack Chow's computer. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just steal it, honestly. Problem <laughs> I'll just go over to his house so often, you know. Might as well just make my own account on there. Sure. <laughs> but, like, what would you use a PC for? Probably just... I, <laughs> realistically, it would probably just be Adobe software. <laughs> I would say the occasional games, maybe VR yeah, games or enough. stuff like that. I've been looking into VR stuff because I really want to play Beat Saber, but it's very expensive. Beat Saber is fun, though. It is really fun. It's And it's active as well. Yeah. <laughs> you can really work up a sweat. Yeah. And it's so satisfying, too. But ugh, why is VR so expensive? I mean, I th- maybe a couple of years down the road, it's probably going to be more accessible. 
Mm, I hope so, because now they're transitioning to the ones where it's all in the headset, right? You don't really need the PC. Oh, I didn't know that, actually. Oh, I think they're... I didn't do too much research on it, because I know um, just, like, watching YouTubers and stuff, before there was a lot of PCs, everything's all wired up and stuff, so they had limited mobility. But I saw now that they don't have wires anymore. This was all wired. It's all wireless now, and they talked about how it's just a chip inside the the headgear, and they don't need the PC anymore. I think. That's crazy. I because I was I knew that they were wireless, but I was always under the impression that you needed some sort of external, like either a PC or a console, to mm. run the actual game. That's what I thought too, but I don't know if it's. If it's all new and stuff now, so I also don't know how how whether it's as good as the PC ones. If it's all just in the headset as well. Mm-hmm. Guess uh, we'll find out. That's tech for you. Oh my goodness. Gaming is actually popping off. Did Did you hear about um? Do you know Activision Blizzard? Pardon. The okay. There's a company called Activision Blizzard. The gaming company. The gaming company. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you hear that they got acquired by Microsoft? What? Okay. Yeah. Uh, dude, this this news was insane. Microsoft acquired Activision Blizzard. If you are unfamiliar, Activision Blizzard, um, Activision and Blizzard were two separate companies before. Mm-hmm. Um, Activision is mainly responsible for making like Call of Duty, mm. and then. Uh, Blizzard is mainly like they're responsible for a lot of big intellectual properties. So mm-hmm. World of Warcraft, um, Hearthstone, Overwatch, mm-hmm. uh, Diablo, Starcraft are the mm-hmm. main ones. Mm-hmm. And so they had a merger a long time ago, not that long, but like you know, like ten-ish years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then very recently, like within the last week, Activision Blizzard. Uh, they have now been acquired by Microsoft. What? Now, can you guess for how much that they acquired them for? Um, I don't know. Is it in the billions? Yes. So to put it into perspective, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but five years ago or so, Microsoft acquired Minecraft for oh, yes. $2 billion, I think. Oh, Oh. So how much do you think they acquired Activision Blizzard for? Fifty? Um, is that too yeah, much? Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty close. Uh, it's actually sixty-eight point seven billion dollars. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> that's so many zeros. It's a lot of zeros. I remember hearing the news about Minecraft back in the day and being like, you're paying $2 billion for Minecraft? <laughs> and that was around the time when Minecraft was kind of dropping off. It wasn't mm. having the same sort of resurgence it did now. Mm-hmm. But hearing the news about Activision Blizzard for like almost $70 billion, that's an insane amount of money. Oh my god. 
to like put that in perspective and the, the other thing was this was a like a cash deal mm-hmm. so like microsoft just had that much money just to be able to spend <laughs> on buying activision blizzard it's like not even their worth and in like assets and stuff it's just they just had that much money to buy out this company <laughs> i just imagine hundreds of thousands of of Microsoft workers all carrying a briefcase full of money <laughs> and just presenting it. They <laughs> may as well. No deal. <laughs> and like, because I watched a video about this, um, and if we put the deal into perspective, the amount of money that Microsoft, like the seventy billion, they had, they just had that amount of money, uh, in cash. That was half the worth of Sony's total value. (laughs) What the (laughs) heck? It's actually crazy. And because Microsoft and Sony in the gaming space are the two main competitors, right? Mm -hmm. Because Microsoft and Sony is PlayStation. Mm -hmm. It's just an insane figure where it's like they just acquired this whole company (laughs) for half the value of Sony. It's a power move. Actually, such a power move. But the reason that they're doing this is because uh, I think Xbox and like that Microsoft want to make Xbox the the like one stop shop for gaming. Oh. So the way that they've described it is they want to make Xbox Live or Xbox Pass mm-hmm. um, the Netflix of gaming. Oh, I see. Yeah. So I think they're trying to acquire all of this IP. So that mm-hmm. it's only like you can only go to Microsoft because uh, they're trying to monopolize everything. Yeah, because um, Microsoft has, I think, in history, Sony has always come out on top in terms mm-hmm. of like PlayStation exclusives compared yeah. to Microsoft and Xbox exclusives. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see how this like Xbox Game Pass goes and like what Sony's counter to it is Mm, i see i'm just interested that because i don't know how in my head in how i think of games like world of warcraft and hearthstone and those types there's a pc game so how would they be translated well into a console format is what uh I mean, I don't know. Does it work? I don't actually know how the games work, but just from my basic understanding. Good point. I mean, Activision, Call of Duty is on every platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, Overwatch is on every platform. Mm-hmm. Hearthstone is really easy because it's just a card game. Oh, so it's like I see. The, the controls are not going to be like that significantly different on PC mm-hmm. versus console. Uh, World of Warcraft, I don't think is. Mm. I don't think you can bring it to a console. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be really hard. But I, I think they'll probably keep that to PC, but like under the Microsoft brand. Oh. And then, uh, what's the other one? StarCraft is kind of an old game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think many people are playing StarCraft these days. Just for the just for the classic. Yeah. Mm. But. Yeah, I, I just remember, I, I wanted to nerd out about this whole deal, because I remember reading about it, and I just couldn't believe the amount of money 
That's insane. I don't know. It's interesting to to hear about this and what it'll mean for con- like us as consumers. Because um, you know how Trash Tasty talked about. Um, did they talk about this? Or do you know that anime 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 lab and stuff? Is, anime labs, yeah. Yeah, they're they're no longer anime labs, but they're being under acquired by Funimation or something like that. Oh yeah, that's right. So it's a similar situation where one company is trying to acquire all the other companies, right? And so mm. it seems good for us as consumers because now we don't have to subscribe to all of these different platforms. But then it's also kind of bad because now the one company has has control over everything, which yeah. it's a bit it's a bit you don't know what they're gonna do with it. So it's interesting to see what they're going to do now if they've acquired these companies and I mean you still have Sony who has the other half of the ballpark, but I don't know. Wonder what's going yeah. to happen. I It'll be tough. I think ultimately, like on a broader spectrum of things, I think the more competition you have is always going to be better for the consumer. Mm, of course. Um, but if it'll be a very interesting shift in the tides if mm. Xbox and like their Game Pass becomes the main product that everyone is buying. Yeah. Because right now, I don't think any. I don't know, because I had the Game Pass stuff that came for free. Like, they gave you a several months free trial as part of buying the Xbox, but I never used it. And I don't know if that's the same sentiment for other people, if whether they use it or not. And that's why they've tried to shift the direction of changing what the purpose of their Xbox Live, Xbox Pass does. That might be part of it. I think also the the new gen console did not land very well. Ooh. Be- I mean, because they were competing with the PS5. Yeah. And to I mean, the PS5 <laughs> is like being scalped. <laughs> product. Isn't it impossible to find? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Mm. It's scalpers are ruining the world. <laughs> <I'll start now. laughs> They're but, the mosquitoes of of humans. They Why are they here? They're scalping my freaking graphics cards. <laughs> scalping PS5. You know, I actually found out that mm-hmm. something else people scalp is Lego sets. Oh, yeah. Lego sets are really, really popular, even despite yeah. how expensive they are. Yeah. So they just, like, buy the limited edition Lego sets. Mm-hmm. And then because they're limited and they, they stop manufacturing, it just inherently drives the price up. Yeah, yeah. And it's... <laughs> I just didn't know that this was, like, a thing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that collector Legos were a really big thing. Um, so, last year when I was interning at Amazon, the person that I... Uh, who was my manager, she was in charge of the toys category for for Amazon in the marketplace and stuff and so one of the uh uh, brands that she worked with was lego so she monitors their stuff very closely and uh i think last year they came out 
uh something that was really popular was stuff like the bonsai tree Mm. the bonsai tree and the lego flower bouquet and those were some of the really popular stuff and but these are kind of they appeal they're expensive but they at least appeal to mainstream mainstream consumers right but and she said she didn't expect for these to sell out really quickly but she um but she says an interesting trend is with all the adult lego so stuff like the star wars stuff yeah it sell out so quickly and i didn't know that these were things and they're so expensive they go up for yeah. several hundred dollars and for these to be scalped that's insane to me just for i mean i get it they're really cool and they're really big and actually they're worth decorating of how much detail is put into it it's also so expensive for many tiny bricks that you have to assemble yourself <laughs> well the thing with the the scalpers is that i mean scalpers have always just had an insane amount of money because you think about other things people scalp, like PS5s aren't coming cheap, <laughs> graphics cards aren't coming cheap. True. But they're buying it to obviously resell at a much higher price because mm-hmm. of the very limited edition, oh, mm-hmm. a limited uh, supply. Mm-hmm. So I hate scalpers. <laughs> <laughs> Tis a mood. Tis a mood. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I look at all those fancy Lego sets. Because they have a um, grand piano Lego set that looks really cool. And I think if you press on some of the keys, they've made it so that, you know, on the inside of the piano, it's like a little thing that hits the strings in order to make the sound, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. if you when you press the keys, the thing inside the piano actually moves and hits the strings of the Lego oh, set. That's so, it. Yeah, it's very intricate. And they also have a typewriter... Uh, lego set as well so i think if you push the the keys on the typewriter they actually hit the paper as if they would be typing on a piece of paper so it's got the same mechanical look to it if you know what i mean i do i think i've seen the typewriter one yeah it looks really cool but so expensive (laughs) big sad (sighs) i can see the appeal of lego Oh, for sure. I think especially for a lot of people who grew up with it. Because, mm. like, my dad really likes Lego. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I like Lego as well, and I'm never going to say no to it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you give me a Lego set, I'm going to build whatever it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, yeah, I, it's, it's getting to a point, like, the Star Wars ones are always sold out. And it's yeah. just like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> So true, so true. Hey, I've gotten into. I've only. I got both the bonsai and the and the bouquet, and they're like really good fun. But even those were a bit expensive for me, so I think I have to rein in on the Lego sets. But <laughs> they were sure. they were good fun to put together. I I put them. I put the the bouquet one while watching Doctor Stone. It was a good time. Oh, nice. I. I need something that I can do that's, like, I can just fidget with while I watch shows. Yeah, that is my life. Because <laughs> all of the things that I want to do require too much attention that takes away from the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Especially if you watch anime, you have to have yeah. it glued on the on the screen. What do you mean? I am Nihongo Josie. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. But I... <laughs> I guess speaking of scalpers, so uh, recently I bought a bag that was very expensive but I bought it because it was a limited edition spirited away collaboration and so I the whole story of this bag is I saw it being advertised not the bag itself but the announced that it was going to be dropped the collection would be dropped online on a mm. particular date but you have to sign up to have a pre-sale access link. And so I was thinking, oh, okay, I remember them doing it last year and they did My Neighbor Totoro and it was very cute, but uh, I did not have money to buy it at the time. So I will sign up this year and I'll see how it goes. And so I signed up for the link and they, over the next few days, the, I followed the Instagram of the brand and the creative director who um, or who is working for the brand. And they are teasing all these pictures of the bags and the other, other things that they're going to be dropping. And so I'm getting more increasingly excited. And then so they announced what time that they are going to be opening the sale for the people who signed up for early access. And when I converted it, it said it's 3 a.m. Australian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So, and it's 3 a.m. And I think I had work the next day, too. Oh, why did you do this to yourself? (laughs) But at at this point, I was in too deep. I've invested too much time looking at which one that I wanted. And I had committed that if I'm going to buy a nice bag i'm at least going to buy one that's unique in the in the sense that it has that it's related to studio ghibli somehow and that it's limited edition so i set an alarm and i decide to go to sleep at one and then wake up at three to get this bag and so i wake up at three and i'm real groggy and the website's real slow because everyone's trying to get on it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I I spend probably 20 minutes deciding what color I wanted to get for this bag. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew I should have done it before. But mm-hmm. you know how I said that I always, when I was buying the keyboard, I always think about, hmm, is this the right one? Should I yeah. get this one? Or should I get this one? Will I regret if I get that one? Hmm. So I spend 20 minutes. And the reason why it takes 20 minutes is because I would add one of it to my cart. But because the website is so slow, I would click add to cart again because I thought it just didn't register the first time. But then I would add two into the cart. So now I have to minus one from the cart and then let it refresh. And then I would go through the checkout process. But then before I paid for it, I would think... Do I really want this color? Nah, how do oh, I get the other color? No. And then I have to delete it from the car. I have to add the new one into the car. Andrea. <laughs> so it gets to about 3.30 and I finally made my decision. And I and I purchase it 
and I go to sleep at this point. And then I wake up in the next morning and I found a forum that discusses people's um, journeys of getting this collection, where mm-hmm. it ranges from this collection of being people not getting the early access link despite having signed up and they had to DM the brand on Instagram in order to get it. Some people getting the link two hours late because I guess their um, customer uh, experience of the website and getting everything launched for the collection was just no bueno with the intense amount of people trying to log on at the same time. And it was just all over the place. And on top of that, some people's orders also got cancelled because the website was moving so slowly it couldn't catch up with the true inventory at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading all of this and thinking, did I wake up at 3am for nothing because my order could be cancelled because they didn't know how much inventory they had in stock and I just wasted all this time. Luckily, my order did not get cancelled and it got shipped. But um, but now the collection is being scalped online for exorbitant amount of prices, and people are very upset because um, scalpers are just scum of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're ruining everything. They're ruining. Yeah, at least you got yours. Yeah, I was you. very fortunate. Um, if I, it was apparently it was also the same thing as last year's collection. So I think it was good that I found out that the orders could have been cancelled after because otherwise I would have just probably panicked too much beforehand. So, yeah, that was my mini story. But um, as usual, scalpers like to ruin everything. And it's a big sad because now people can't get, like, the stuff that they actually want. And now scalpers just have a whole bunch of inventory of things that they don't actually want Mm. want to make money off of yeah i mean it's also partially just because companies want to make limited edition things because that entices people to buy them true very true very true sense of it it really is (laughs) i i just was thinking the during your story of how you had to wake up at three and you were (laughs) like oh i'm already in too deep i think at this point we should just like rename our pod to be the subconscious fallacy pod. <laughs> we always seem to be in a situation where just like, yeah, well, we came this far, right? That's true. That's true. We, we've we just committed, you know, to our decisions at this point. Yeah. Well, we're, we're this far. <laughs> May as well see it through. Yes, exactly. And speaking of seeing things through. Yes. I think we can call it a day, or rather a night. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of course, for total immersion, this is definitely always filmed at night. Yes, this is, it's another 4am. (laughs) We always end 4am on the dot. Of course, of course. Yeah, that'll do it for today. Hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you for joining. And (laughs) thank you for joining us on, what do we talk about, food? (laughs) Like. Food, your of oh, the birthday surprises and stuff. Yeah. And, and scalpers. Scalpers. <laughs> A very logical flow flow of conversation. Of course. As always. Every <laughs> week. 
yeah we'll see you guys next week bye guys